Are you an entrepreneur looking to have your business grow with a little help from the internet? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pack. Hey, everybody. Welcome today. I'm here today with Sharon Hurley-Hall. She's a professional writer and blogger who's been blogging for over 10 years and writing for even more. Since she can write from anywhere in the world, she does, and moved from the UK to the Caribbean several years ago. I want to do that too. A, a geeky word nerd, she thinks writing is the best job in the world. You can see her work on Crazy Egg, Unbounce, Search Engine People, and elsewhere on the internet. Her best work has received thousands of social media shares. Sharon, welcome today. Thanks, Steve. I'm glad to be here. That's, so, um, did I leave anything out? No, not really. My story is, is, is varied. I started out in journalism, and I did that for a number of years, working for various trade magazines in the UK, uh, you know, covering metals, youth work, education, you name it, a bunch of stuff. And then I took a, a break and I taught journalism at Coventry University for five years and then decided, well, okay, I miss the writing too much. I've got to get back to it. And here's an, here's an ironic thing, right? Considering that I make my living mainly through blogging now, I tried blogging on Blogger back in 1999 when it launched. Thought, nah, this is never going to catch on too hard to use. I deleted my account and I did not start blogging again until 2005. Wow. So do you, um, so what do you say to yourself when you think about that? I think that now it's all about, I'm always about trying new things, but now I'm not so quick to delete them, even if I'm not okay. using them. <laughs> That's a pretty good lesson learned. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Um, that's very cool. So, like today, so you blog. Is that how you make your income? Does it come from the blog? How, like, how do you monetize that? I actually write for clients. I don't monetize my own blog okay. particularly. I blogging is a great tool to attract people to your business. You know, bring leads in. Sometimes win sales to position yourself as an authority. And that's what I help my clients achieve, mainly through blogging, but I write other stuff as well. I write white papers, I interview people and help write customer stories, I write feature articles. They, my clients use that to attract their customers and promote their services, sometimes indirectly, sometimes directly. So I get paid for the writing and researching. I got it. So like what kind of clients, like who are the best clients for you? I write for marketing firms, small business. I mean, one of the clients that I write for regularly, I've been there for going on for three, four years now, is the Crazy Egg blog. They provide heat map analytics, but their blog covers conversion optimization, analytics, social media, SEO. And one of the posts I wrote for them last year got one of the highest open and click rates in their email marketing program. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, the editor actually emailed me to tell me, which was pretty cool. That's very cool. That's that's yeah. a pretty cool thing because, uh, you know, those heat maps. So they're heat maps of like people's, how their activity is on a website. Is that what they do? That's exactly what they that's do. That's a pretty cool technology you know? in itself. And it so do is. you have to write about it? Do you have to learn about it? Like what do you? 
Well, you know, here's the geeky part of the geeky word nerd. I love trying out new web tools. And when I started out in writing, one of my early gigs was trying out new web apps and programs and then writing about them. And therefore, I, I do try out a lot of things. I have used Crazy Egg. I don't use it all the time. You know, I write about analytics. Obviously, I use Google Analytics. I use other analytics tools. I'm a social media user. And, you know, from time to time, somebody will email me and say, hey, check out this new thing that we've launched and I'll check it out and write a review of it. So it's something I really enjoy just because, you know, we writers like to know a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff. That's very cool. That's very cool. So you you actually get paid to learn about stuff and then write about it. I do. Oh, man. I mean, you know, who can argue with that, right? Yeah, that's ideal. Like, especially if you're someone who likes to try out new things. Yeah. So that's very cool. Um, so with your business, do you consider it to really be an internet-based business or is it um, more traditional? How, how would you classify yourself? It is definitely a web-based business. Uh, as I mentioned, or as you mentioned, I moved from the UK to the Caribbean some years ago. So, And I write mostly for clients in the US, UK, and Canada. So my contact with them has mostly been online. I don't very often meet clients face-to-face unless they happen to be based where I am. And so you, so how do you, how do you attract your clients online? You, so you blog. I blog. What, what else do I you have, do to, to attract them? Well, I have my own website. So one of the lessons that I've learned as I've gone along, which is something that you don't often figure out at the beginning, is that when you're blogging, you're not blogging for your fellow writers, you're blogging for your potential clients. So I switched focus on my blog so <laughs> to, to put more stuff that would interest potential clients. And this year I've got serious about LinkedIn and taking part in groups and so on, which is where we connected, right. isn't it? Yes, it is. And yeah. yeah. And, um, and then, of course, a lot of my work has my name on it, even though I'm blogging for clients. So people find that work and they come to me. I mean, Crazy Egg again. I know I keep mentioning them. They're not my only client, but I would say they're definitely the one that attracts new clients to me because, you know, 70% of the people that approach me start the approach by saying, I saw your article on Crazy Egg. That's very cool. So so not, not only do you get paid to learn about new things, write about them, but you also, because of that, you attract new clients because of that work. Exactly. That's a lot. That's a pretty cool gig right there. Yeah, I love it. It works for me. <laughs> and you're in Barbados, right? That's right. I am. So, it, like, it's in right now when we're talking, it's storm season. How has that been there? Yeah, it's not been bad, actually. We've had a couple of very rainy days. In fact, it's very gray and rainy today. I got completely soaked this morning. <laughs> but, but, um, but generally, what some people don't realize is that in the Caribbean chain, Barbados is out to the east, which actually means that most of the serious storms pass us by. At least we don't get the worst of it. You know, you'll mm. get some rain, but you don't necessarily always get the high winds. I get it. And it, like when there are storms, though, does it, inter- does it interrupt Internet for you or – Sometimes it does. I mean, I'm very lucky in that Barbados is one of the most connected places in the Caribbean. And that's changed a lot since I first got here. Because, you know, when I first 
came out here, I was on, I moved from a decent cable connection to a 56K dial-up, which was a painful, <laughs> <laughs> painful, painful. And now I'm on a 50 meg fiber connection again. So, you know, my internet is fast. It's pretty much always connected. You know, you, you have, you have problems. I mean, one of the, one of the weird things that happened years ago is that I was sitting here working and everything shut down. Power was out for an entire day. Later turned out that a Barbados green monkey had got into the main transformer. And it and, took them a day to get it all started back yeah. up again. Well, we have that here. I'm in, in the United States and we have weird stuff happen that, you know, impacts. You know, I always yeah. tell people like when, when we're talking about the internet and, and they'll be complaining or they'll, they'll have some concern. It's like, hey, it, you know, if if Amazon can go down in half of Europe, mm-hmm. right? And they get some of the, like the brightest people in the world working there just on keeping them up. Yeah. Anybody can go down. That's for sure. But the, what you do is you plan for it. So, you know, I take this morning. This morning, the power went out for maybe 15, 20 minutes. I had a deadline earlier this morning. So I emailed the editor using my because I use my data connection which I don't usually use or you know okay. because it's very expensive yeah. but you know I have it as a backup so I use that to send an email to say look I might need a couple more hours power's a bit iffy you know just in case <laughs> right yeah. but I tend to I tend to prepare work well in advance so that usually I'm not right down to the wire with the deadline so if something happens I've got a little breathing room you know in all my years here there's only one time when we had a storm, the, the one storm that did hit uh, maybe three, four years ago, the power was out for three days. <laughs> the power was out for three days for a storm several years ago. And I, what I did was, because it wasn't out everywhere, I took my laptop and went down to my local coffee shop and sent a couple emails just to let people know what was happening. And then I did a lot of offline work so that when it came back on, I was ready to go. You know, you're you are describing the ideal life of so many people that, that they would <laughs> they they would strive to be able to have a life where they could pick up and move where they wanted, yeah. and and just be flexible. Like, oh, the power's out. I'll go down to the coffee shop and work. <laughs> you know, it's. People, that is like awesome. So congratulations. That is so cool. Thank you, Steve. I love it. <laughs> so now that's the really great part about all this. But um, we all know that it doesn't always go great all the time. That's Can true. Can you tell us about a time when it hasn't gone great for you? Yeah, well, you know, the, the, um, the three-day hour power outage I coped with, the day the transformer went down and the power was out for an entire day. We had no warning. You know, when a storm's coming, you can let people know a storm's coming so that you can pre-warn them there's going to be a problem, you know. And, of course, but this could happen anywhere. You know, every now and then, your computer just goes. I'm sure everybody who's ever done an online business has had this happen. All of a sudden, your laptop, your main PC just dies. Okay? Yeah. That's bad. And it's usually... (laughs) At the worst possible time. Exactly. I had I learned that the hard way. This was back in 
my early freelancing career, maybe 2006, I just moved out here and my laptop just, just went on me. You know, luckily, now again, planning ahead, I had an international next day business warranty, which I had had the foresight to get before I left the UK. So, you know, the next day somebody came out, but he didn't have the part right away. So I was without it for a couple of you know, I was without it for a couple of days and I didn't have another backup. You know, these days, you know, we've got so many more devices. You know, if my PC went down, I could work on my tablet. If my tablet went down, I could, although it would be a pain, work on my phone, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, that is when the technology fails you. That's when, that's when things really go haywire. And, you know, it's happened a couple of times and every time you get a little bit better at preparing for it, you know, my backup systems are much better now than they were that first time. So any advice you would give to somebody about that? Backup. <laughs> backup and have make sure your backup has a backup. Yeah, that's I like that one. That's a good that's probably a really good idea. <laughs> yeah. You know, the the first time it happened, I lost three days' work. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, ooh, exactly. Which I then, and then I was up against deadline by the time I was back online. So I really had to spend, you know, I had to pull a couple of all-nighters to get it all done. So you lost three days of work you had already done. I lost three days of work I had already done. Wow. Three days of completed work. Yeah. Okay, my process with writing is that I usually do a draft early on, and then I let it sit for a few days before I do the final draft. So what happens is I lost my final draft. I didn't lose my first drafts, but, you know, my final draft was so different from my first draft that it was like, you know, it set me back. Yeah. It set me back a while. So, and do you, what tools do you use to write in today? I use a number of things. I use Scrivener, which is uh, started out as novel writing software. And I use that because it backs up to Dropbox and it means it's another way of making sure my work is always backed up. Yeah. I use Google Docs a lot because it's useful for collaborating with some of my clients internationally. Uh, I make sure that I have one document where I always do all my drafts and I just call it work in progress, do my drafts there. And that I make sure is available offline on my phone and my tablet. So should anything happen, I can continue to work on whatever piece of work is in it. So you have that whole thing covered? I have it covered now. You know, there's always a chance that something else could happen. But Hey, if you can handle you know, more than you could yesterday, you're better off, you know? Exactly, exactly. So today, like, what would you say, like, um, two or three of the top benefits you get today from working on the internet? The ability to work from anywhere. I mean, literally. I am location independent, and although I'm mostly based in Barbados, I have worked for, in Bahrain, in Mexico, Chicago, New Jersey, London, Nottingham, I mean, and other Caribbean islands. So, you know, the ability to run your business from anywhere in the world is a key benefit. Easy connectivity you know, the fact that we are having this conversation, you know, 10 years ago. I mean, I remember using Skype in the early days and it wasn't like this. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It wasn't like this at all. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And research, quick ac access to research on, on anything. You know, I'm, I, I started in journalism 20-something years ago. 
Okay, when I had to research articles back in the old days, it was all about encyclopedias, back issues of newspapers, and doing it manually. Okay, so one thing that the net offers is easy access to all those research sources, you know, simply by typing it into Google most of the time or by going to online archives. So, you know, I can find research on almost anything without having to open a book. Now, I don't know that the not opening a book is a good thing necessarily, but it does collect it in one place and make it easy for me to find it. I still use books. There are a couple of books that I found that are useful. And, you know, when I need them, I use them. Books are nice. Books are very nice. There's, I'm a reader. Yeah, there's something about a book. I don't, I don't know. It's, and there's something about it that's just nice. Anyways, um, what's the best advice you've ever been given about doing business on the internet? Best advice I've ever been, uh, been given? Hmm. The best advice I've ever been given is try it. You can't break it. <laughs> Okay. Um, that 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 advice that advice actually was given to me when I first used a computer, but I but it applies I think to to almost everything. It never hurts to try new things. Yeah, that's cool. And and today, what what advice would you give to the people listening to this today? Well, apart from the same advice, I'd probably just say go for it. You might have the next great idea. You know, the world is full of people who tried to solve a problem with a new web tool. And, you know, we're using a lot of them today. Skype is one example of people trying to solve the, uh, the problem of easy international communication. You know, so it never hurts to try a new tool. I mean, what's making waves at the moment? Slack for business communication because people are so over email and they want everything integrated. You know? Yeah. No, that's so. That's very cool. And can you give us like a success tip that we could implement today? Yeah, yeah. Make it easy for clients to connect with you by using your branding across the web, but don't be afraid to get personal. I'll give you an example of how I did that. I have a favorite book, Jonathan Livingston Siegel. And I took some quotes from that, two or three different quotes, put it on a blue background with a seagull, and I've used different versions of that on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google+. It took less than 30 minutes for me to create it and upload it everywhere. And by the way, I used Canva to, to, to create it. So this is a background? This is a background. Okay. It's just about branding your business. I got it. Yeah. Right? That's very cool. So... Just so I can repeat that and make sure I understand it, you took a book that you really liked, yeah, Jonathan Livingston Seagull. You yeah. found quotes that really were appropriate, yeah, and then you created a background that you could consist you could use across all the different platforms. Exactly, and you use and it doesn't. And you use Canva, right? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things, Canva. So, <clears throat> is Canva the tool that you would recommend for people, just in general? Well, I have I have two favorites, and I know that I'm only supposed to men to, to mention one. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so Canva is great for creating images quickly, 
for doing quote graphics, which are a great way to get the word out about your business and give it some personality because people people relate to you by the things that you share. So, you know, you're sharing your favorite quotations and they tell they can tell a little bit about what kind of person you are, what your ethics are, whether they might want to work with you, but you're doing it in a very easy to digest way. So Canva's great for that. And it's something that I've been doing a lot this year. My second tool is BuzzSumo. And BuzzSumo is a tool that tracks shares for content, but it does more than that. Okay, so I I use it to track social shares on my own work, which is great when I'm providing evidence to clients of what I can do. I use it to check out ideas for creating content to see if they're shareable. I use it to find social media influencers who might want to share content. I use it to see what's trending on different topics. It's a fantastic all-round tool, and it's free. I mean, you can get even more if you pay for it, but that's all the stuff you can do just for free. And that's called Buzz Sumo. Buzz Sumo, yes. That's very cool. I had never heard of that. That's really great. Okay. That's awesome. Um, so how would people reach you if they wanted to find out more about you or they wanted to engage you? Well, they can get me on my website, which is SharonHH.com. They can find me on LinkedIn, where I'm also Sharon HH. And they can find me on Twitter, where I'm S. Hurley Hall. Great. So you're pretty easy to find then. Very easy to find. Very good. Just Google my name. You'll find me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Sharon, it's been so great to chat with you today. I really appreciate you taking the time out uh, to spend a little bit of it with us and give us some advice. You certainly have the lifestyle that people, uh, a lot of people I know would love to have. And they're probably... Um, Hopefully, they picked up a tip or two of something they can do to move themselves along the line uh, to get there. That's great, Stephen. Thanks so much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. And if anyone wants to follow up on any of these tips or tools, they can contact me through the website. Great. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Peck. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit HarnessTheWeb.net. We'll see you next time.